What's up, Cardboard Nation? Welcome to another episode of Go GTS Live. We are back after a week. I am Rob Bertrand at VOTC Voice of the Collector on Twitter. And I am Ivan Lovgren at Watch the Breaks on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you want to look. Here's a look at this week's hobby happenings. If you're sitting on any unopened boxes of 2014 Bowman Baseball, like the one in my hand, you know, the one with Chris Bryant's first Bowman autograph card, you may want to open them. Those cards were inserted via Redemption, and they expire on April 30th of this year. Did you know that fans or collectors of the Kansas City Royals can reserve the right to purchase any official regular season lineup card, the team makes this available only in person at the stadium store. I think this is pretty cool. I hope more teams start doing this, but also make them available online. Ooh. A rash of burglaries have targeted Minneapolis area sports card shops in recent weeks. To the thieves, we say, you suck. To collectors and dealers up in Minnesota, please be careful and help spread the word about this story. Yeah, it's really ridiculous. Collectors, educate yourselves before buying autographed items without a certificate of authenticity. While everyone knows that fraudulent examples run rampant in the marketplace, there are also great deals to be had. Did you know that PSA hosts a free autograph exemplar archive that you can use? In fact, they just added over 500 new images to their already burgeoning database, including several of this guy, Wayne Gretzky. Check it out on the PSA website, and happy hunting. And finally, Rob, speaking of fake autographs, it was announced this week that a future ESPN 30 for 30 segment will feature infamous forger Greg Marino, the face behind the famous FBI sting operation known as Operation Bullpen. The program is directed by one of GoGTS Live's first guests, Brian Beagle, creator of the TV show Sports Detectives. A specific date of airing has not been released, but here is a look at the trailer. some signatures, but I felt like I can do them all. Babe Ruth took a long time because he had a really funny R the way he came up. I almost don't know why he wrote like that. I would lock it in and I would lock it in and be right. You know, it took a while to get, get used to doing ones on balls and bats. The guys that I was doing them for were perfectionists. I actually believe Greg Marino is the world's greatest forger. He forged the highest quality forgeries of any forger that I've ever seen. My main objective was to get on tape conversations with these subjects that they were selling me forgeries. It's not illegal to put an autograph on a ball or a bat, it's illegal to sell it. In 1998, baseball was having a huge home run race between Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. During the investigation, we were able to start 
purchasing a lot of McGuire and Social Forge memorabilia. If you are looking at a Mark McGuire signature, it's almost a guarantee, 99.9 percent, it is a forgery. As far as the FBI is concerned, this ended up being a, a very significant case because $100 million of fraud is the big case in the FBI. It was definitely a fun time back then, though. The money was coming in hand over fist. I was not the mastermind. I was the artist. It was illegal. It was always very hard for me to admit that to anyone. I didn't feel great about it, but I was so good at it that it was just, it was just hard to stop. That's a quick look at this week's hobby happenings. It's crazy how good that guy is. Or, Occasional or was, constipation I should can say. be a pretty tough customer. Yeah, it can. <laughs> Read my thoughts. Um, no, it is crazy, and it's something that I've oftentimes uh, asked when we've had authenticators on. Um, how can you really tell? Because some of us, like myself, our autograph is different every single time we sign it because we're completely sloppy and all over the place. At the same time, these guys practice, practice, practice to try and mimic something that uh, is also practiced by the athletes. And it just, the, the whole industry blows my mind, which is why I, I like the security of authenticators that I trust. Yeah, you know, when you talk to a guy like Steve Grad, one of the things he stresses is that while every autograph, everybody's autograph changes, there are certain nuances and tendencies that usually remain consistent, whether it's the slant uh, of the writing, you know, a loop on a particular letter. But this is the book uh, that That 30 for 30 is based on. If you've never read Operation Bullpen by Kevin Nelson, this is a must-have read in addition to your hobby library. It's absolutely a, a hmm. compelling read. Very cool. I have not read that. Maybe uh, Is that your copy or is that the copy we're giving away right now? That's my copy. Dang it. Almost worked. Almost worked. I'm trying for you, Hobby Nation. Uh, a specific air date for the program has not been uh, made public yet later in this year. Uh, that thing, uh, teaser, just uh, trailer debuted at the Tribeca Film Festival. Um, so I'm thinking Q3, most likely. But we'll keep you apprised. It's our job to keep our pulse on the hobby, so we'll let you know. And then once it's on TV, my gosh, they play that ESPN 30 for 30 like all the time. So you won't miss it. Trust me. Yeah. Trust me. ESPN On Demand, ESPN 7, ESPN Deportes 3. You'll be able to find it. A couple of quick uh, programming notes about tonight's program. Let me tell you what we've got on the docket for tonight, as they say. Okay. Uh, we are going to be joined in a few minutes by Russ Cohen, author and NHN. Analyst will be talking NHL playoffs and 2017 NHL mock draft. We'll take a look at this week's uh, or next week's new product releases with a brand new segment of Hot in the Shop. Uh, we have several box breaks tonight, including Tops Rogue One Series Two, Gypsy Queen Baseball, Tribute Baseball, 
two products from TriStar, including last year's Hidden Treasures Autograph Series 8, and then uh, we'll be on the hunt for Chris Bryant Autograph Baseball in 2017 TriStar Hidden Treasures Baseball Chicago Northside Edition. And, uh, you know, had I been here last week, we would have done a bunch of the giveaways of stuff I brought back from the Industry Summit. I'm playing catch-up, so we've got some surprise giveaways later in the program as well. Uh, oh, I didn't even know about that. We got more stuff. This is crazy. This is awesome. First, Chicago Northside Edition. I can't wait for that. <laughs> first, Sorry, a couple it. notes about our uh, a couple of viewers. I was very deeply troubled, and I think a lot of the hobby community that knows her uh, was just... <sighs> My heart goes out to Pam Keller and her family, Spam Babe, on Twitter. Uh, she lost... Uh, her whole home and pets and collection and uh, just a devastating fire. So our thoughts and prayers go out to Pam. Uh, on the converse side of things, we have a, I hear, understand a congratulations is in order, Ivan. Yeah, less than an hour ago. Hey, I Ivan, believe, eyes uh, up here. The camera's up here, buddy. Sorry, everybody. There's so many emojis coming across. Yeah, the, yeah uh, there you Facebook go. There you line. go. Hey, sorry. It's that shirt you're wearing. I just can't help but look down. It's. I'm sorry, Rob. Um, yeah. So props to Marlon Carlson at Sparty Hawk Cash. Uh, he is uh, a proud new father. Uh, he had a baby boy, Ari, born not too long ago. Just about. Uh, he tweeted about two hours ago. Hey guys, I might miss the show tonight. Wife just went into labor, and then an hour later, he tweeted, "Hey, here's the kid." So we might see him in chat still. So if you do, wish him congratulations, wish him luck. Uh, great guy, great supporter of the show. Absolutely. Uh, on top of, I want to let people know what's going on. I, I'm distracted a little bit tonight with the, my Blackhawks who are on life support. So if, if you see me glance that direction, it's because I'm keeping an eye on the game tonight. Waiting for Russ Cohen to uh, join us. But next week's program, you won't want to miss it. We're going to debut a brand new toy figure from a, a company called uh, Interactive Play Technologies, and they're called Icons AI Small Star NBA Figures. Mm. Really cool interactive figure that's going to appeal to basketball collectors, sneakerheads, people who like digital technology mixed in with their figures. It's actually very cool. Also wanted to let people know that I am on the NHL Figures League app from Imports Dragon. I'm currently ranked number nine in the world, and I'm in the hunt for physical prizes. If you play, uh, l let me know on Twitter who you are so I can uh, watch out for a, a matchup with you because uh, that's always fun knowing who you're actually playing. Now, how exactly does that work? Do you have a minute to just sort of uh, break that game down? Yeah, absolutely. And there's a portion of it. Yeah, there's a full tutorial on our website if if you need it. But in, in a nutshell, you go to either Android or the App Store. Or excuse me, App Store or Google Play. Download the free NHL Figures League app. You get a starter pack of five players and a goalie uh, to start. And then by winning games, you earn cup points as well Ooh. as tickets. Tickets accrued can purchase more player packs. And 
as you move up the rankings, you move into different leagues, the top 20 players uh, in the entire game get physical prizes at the end of each month, which include everything from autographed memorabilia to uh, figures from Imports Dragon. Uh, you can also buy the blind bag two and a half inch figures and a starter set to play as a tabletop game. It comes with a playmat, dice, the cards for each figure that have player attributes on them. And then you can enter the code that's on that card into the app and add them into your roster online as well. So it's quite easily the first and only um, collectible sports collectible product that I have found that brilliantly bridges the digital and physical divide uh, because not mm. only are the figures themselves have collectible uh, rarity in and of themselves, it also transfers over to the app as well. And, and it's a lot of fun to play. Games take like five minutes, so uh, it's perfect for while you're waiting in line at the grocery store or picking up somebody or it's a great great time killer so hats off to import just Strat. not while you're driving that's right that's right but they went guns out they went and got some of the guys from tops who did some of their apps and uh so it, it's quality stuff very cool um and it sounds like the ease of play was a little bit more um natural mm-hmm. um, for sure some other some other conversions that we've seen that bridge the physical and the digital world so far absolutely very intuitive right yeah very intuitive very intuitive very intuitive so um i talked to russ cohen uh, right before this program i said we be ready at nine ten. we might not need you till nine fifteen. and i love russ to death but i know that he's probably struggling to to get on Skype. So uh, he'll be here in just a, a couple of minutes. But so what happened while I was it's gone in the Skype hobby? Isn't, it's too bad that Skype isn't as easy as the uh, the app that you were talking about. Right. Uh, you know, you just plug in, put your roster in of, you know, we want Ivan over here in this window, Rob over here in this window. <laughs> Let's see who wins. Um, while you were gone in the hobby, well, I don't know if it's in the hobby. It may just be in twi- on Twitter in general. And I mean, I'm all for people getting free stuff. Um, have you noticed this trend, though, of asking now, hey, XYZ brand, how much attention do I need to get in order to have you give me something for free? Have you noticed that? Kind of a weird thing. It is kind of a I weird like thing. It, it all started with the free nugs guy. Yeah, it's Did it's kind that? of annoying. But, I mean, what can you do once it's out there? It's out there. Yeah. Um, I actually was very excited. I met some people that work at Twitter for the first time. I've been trying for like five years to meet some people. Oh, that's there. pretty cool. Did. In person so, or online? In person. In person. Yeah. In my office, uh, there was a couple of people there, and I overheard the lady on the phone talking, and she was like, yeah, we're with Twitter. And so once she got off the phone, I said, I'm sorry I overheard this. I got to talk to you about Twitter. Cool. Well, that said, I think we got to talk some NHL. Right, right. Here we go. This is Russ Cohen joining us. Russ is the author of several books and an NHL analyst on Sirius XM, uh, NHL Network's radio station. And uh, if you're not familiar with his work, uh, actually, you probably are because he writes all of our player profiles for baseball and hockey prospects on GoGTS.net for our Future Watch segment. Russ, welcome back to the program. How are you, my friend? Good, guys. How are you? Doing real well. Thanks for taking some Doing time fantastic. out. It's uh, it, it's one of our favorite times of the year. 
We've got uh, NHL playoffs in full swing and uh, the draft coming up before we know it. But uh, before we get to draft talk, let's talk a little NHL playoffs. Uh, we're coming up on uh, closing out a few series already potentially tonight. Uh, what are some things that stand out that surprise you? And along with that, uh, who should collectors keep an eye on that might see a boost in price? All right. Well, first off, I mean, Nashville just taking it to Chicago is a little surprising. Like, Chicago has turned into a two-line team of veterans, and then the bottom two lines are, you know, a bunch of young players that had a nice regular seasons, but, you know, it's Ryan Hartman's first playoffs, right? First NHL. You know, he had 20 goals in the regular season. I mean, it's hard. It's sometimes hard for these guys to to get it going in the playoffs, and Nashville has a really superior defense. I still thought the blue line push from Chicago would be better, and they're in a bad spot. Like, even Patrick Kane's not having a great series. You know, it, it, in that series, I would look to get Kevin Fiala cards. He um, he was a 2014 draft pick. He's a very slippery kind of player. He's already starting to score for them. I, I like him a lot, and I, I think he's a guy to look for. And Ryan Hartman, too. I, I'm a big Ryan Hartman fan. Ryan Hartman is uh, – I had the opportunity to interview him at the draft when we were there in New Jersey a few years ago. Nice kid from the area in Chicago. I did want to point out, though, that, I mean, hey, a, a super savvy future Hall of Fame veteran anchors their third line. So they're not they're not totally <laughs> young it's true. on the it's back true. But what, what is Marion Hosa really doing right now? How about that? He's been, in my opinion, he's been the best player on the ice. And it, it was evident when Quinville moved him up to the first line for a little bit, and I'm surprised he didn't stick with that. I've been wondering if Duncan Keith may not be injured. He's been the absolute worst player on the ice, out of position numerous yeah. times. Yeah. 25 seconds into the game tonight, he's called for a hooking. I just I, Ooh, I, I think he might be hurt because it's just so unlikely. He probably him. is. Yeah, he's probably hurt. I mean, a lot of these guys, when you get to this time of the year, are playing hurt. But if you ask Duncan Keith about it, he'll just he'll never tell you. Yeah, I know. Like so, you never. Yeah. So Kevin Fiala is is a good little mm -hmm. secret one. Uh, yeah. And I mean, I think that the that everybody's kind of caught up on the Philippe Forsberg, you know, and yes. the Shea Wet or excuse me, uh, PK Subban's of the world. But I like yes. I like your your pick on Fiala. Yeah, yeah. He's he's just one. He's a Swiss kid, and so he probably doesn't get his due, but give him a little time. I think in the LaViolette offense, he'll score. And and LaViolette does know how to let guys break free offensively. Well, and that actually, uh, you know, I like the fact that you led right into it with the Blackhawks discussion. Um, for those of us that are only able to watch this regional game or that regional game, just time constraints, what other rookies out there are you really excited what you're seeing from them in the playoffs, especially those guys that may be third, sometimes fourth-line guys uh, that you're only getting a little glimpse of that said you're liking their spirit or the way they're playing? Yeah, I mean, Brady Shea for the Rangers has, has played great defensemen, especially against Montreal. Like, that series is a bloodbath, and and he's really looked good. Charlie McAvoy has looked great for the Bruins, really savvy, smart. He's a Long Island kid. I have a soft spot, but he's a hell of a defender. Like, he's he's going to be a top pairing defender. He's It's good that they have him playing with Chara because I think Chara shows him the way. But the, the problem for Boston is Chara's playing way too much, and Ottawa's just too fast. Eric Carlson's just having, like, the, the best year he's ever had, and he's always had a great year. 
people have always given me a hard time when I think that he's a deserving of the Norris. And he, this year, actually, I, I voted for him second. I actually gave Brent Burns the Norris in my vote, but he's having an unbelievable postseason. And so I, I also, I'm trying to think who else am I looking at um, rookie-wise. There's not a ton of rookies, but there are definitely a few. Who got your rookie uh, of the year vote for uh, the Writers my, Association? My yeah, but my rookie of the year vote was Austin Matthews, and 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 that one it wasn't. It, it turned Chalk. out it wasn't. It wasn't as hard as it was preseason to sort of look at it. But you know, Line A was in there, and also Zach Wierenski. I had a Wierenski second, Line A third, and and that's sort of how the vote went today, from what I saw. So that's. I think that was fair. Uh, I saw that the um, the Selkie came out. I didn't see who the third one was, but I had the top two right. In um, and Patrice Bergeron and Miko Koivu. Miko Koivu was a was one that I was happy to see. He's finally getting his due because sometimes in Minnesota you don't get the press that some of the other guys get. It's true. What uh, now that you've seen? First off, who did you pick before the playoffs started to represent uh, each conference? And now that you were into the playoffs, do you still stick with your picks, or would you All right, change? All right, so I. I'm one that, that hates to flip-flop. And so I started with Pittsburgh and Chicago. And simply because I've seen teams come down from 3 I will be stubborn and stick with Chicago. And, and if I die with them, I die with them. But Pittsburgh looks really good. I mean, they're going to get past Columbus. Uh, I think they're going to get past Washington, too. I think Washington's already got their hands full with the Leafs. And they don't look quite as good as they did in the regular season already. Barry Trotz is worrying me a little. Uh, Kevin Shattenkirk, not really a factor offensively like you'd hope. So I'm still sticking with, with Pittsburgh, Chicago. Until Chicago's done, I'll, I'll go that way. Anaheim looks great, though. And if there's a team I'm going to flip to, it's going to be Anaheim. I really like John Gibson. He's no longer a rookie, but... You know, he's a pretty great player. Actually, you know who is a rookie is Matt Murray. And and Matt Murray, he's out right now for Pittsburgh. But he um, he got hurt in warm-ups, and Marc-Andre Fleury has played every game. So I can't – and that was probably why I didn't, my mind didn't go there because he hasn't played this time. He won the Stanley Cup last year, and he's a rookie this year. You know, you never find that in any other sport, I don't think. It's true. Yeah, um, arguably, unless you happen to get called up during the World Series, um, I got to right. agree with you. Um, let me ask you a question. This is actually from a live stream viewer. Uh, what are your thoughts, Russ, on Joshua Hosang? All right, so I like Josh Hosang. He he's really got all the offensive ability you need to play in the NHL. What he has to harness is not taking dumb penalties and not turning the puck over. He's a risk reward guy. And I, I'm okay with that because he really has great vision and great speed through the neutral zone and gets to the net. He really looked good when he was with the Islanders for the short time this year. I'm sure he's going to make the team next year. So I, I think he um, he could be a 20-goal scorer in the league, but he's got to stay out of the penalty box. That's the one thing that will cut his ice time quickly with Doug Waite if he, um, if he starts just having bad penalties, just vapor lock, things like that. Good stuff. Very cool. Now switching gears to the NHL draft, which is in my hometown of Chicago. You and I are going to be there uh, in public 
thank you for uh, putting me on the credential list. I already talked to Chris Carlin. We're going to get some good stuff from Upper Deck while we're there as well. Uh, you have been... We did a feature on a Future Watch profile last year on Nolan Patrick when uh, mm-hmm. Leaf signed him to a deal. Fresh. And this past week, you dished up Nico Heischer. Heischer? Heischer? Heischer. That's okay. Heischer. Heischer, yeah. Um, so we know pretty much one, two. Um, tell us a little bit about those guys, and we'll also plug that you can go read his, uh, Russ's articles on GoGTS.net about these two guys. Tell us a little bit about yep. those two, and then who your pick at number three is. Okay, so Nolan Patrick. He's had some injuries this year, but he's he, he's a second-generation player. His dad, Steve Patrick, played for the Rangers and a few teams. He was okay. He was an okay player. Nolan will be way better than he was, but also um, James Patrick, who everybody remembers as a longtime defenseman in the league, is his uncle. And so he's got a good bloodline. He plays a heavy game. He's 6'3", about 200 pounds. He is excellent on faceoffs. He plays defense. So he, he would be like Austin Matthews light. Like, you're not going to get an Austin Matthews in every draft. But this kid hmm. skates well, passes well. I think he'll play right away, depending on the team. I mean, if it's a team that doesn't have to play him right away, maybe they won't. But most likely he'll get every opportunity to do that. And he's a guy that just has been dominating at the junior level. He's just had an injury bug this year. But really heck of a player. Nico Hishier. Uh, still was playing as of this afternoon with the under-18s. Actually, it was more like nighttime in Slovakia. Like, I'm not good with the time zones. But, <laughs> but, and I'm not at that tournament, although Shane Malloy, who I do my Saturday sh- show, is was there. Um, but he um, he's a heck of a player. He I saw him in World Juniors live and just fast, fast stick. He he can go down low. He can score at the back end. He can score at the one-timer. He, he's just a very exciting player to watch. The puck is always on his stick. He can deke around a couple of guys at a time to score. And so he's a guy that is guaranteed to be number two unless some team makes some sort of deal that they have to have him, and he somehow goes number one just because of a trade. But, but that's a real super long shot. Um, third one's interesting because I just changed it recently, and I don't think I'll be changing it on my next one. And it's Casey Middlestat. He's a uh, a center, plays in the USHL. He's a Minnesota commit, but right now in the USHL, he's dominating. He's just he's got great stick moves. He really is fast. He gets through the neutral zone quickly. He is a guy that goes into the crease. He plays a two hundred foot game, but and he's six foot already, about two hundred pounds. So he already has a pro body. He's got some highlight reel goals too. If you go look him up. Casey Middlestat, M-I-T-T-E-L-S-T-A-D-T. You'll see some pretty great stuff out of him. And so those I'm pretty set, I think, on the top three. There are some changes after that, though, that even from the list that I have up on Sportsology. Beautiful. Now, one of the things I wanted to mention is that with Nico, he actually has cards coming out in two Leaf products that are debuting my goodness, I think next week already uh, in Leaf Metal Hockey and Stick Work, or excuse me, Heroes and Prospects. Heroes and Prospects is next month, but Metal uh, Hockey comes out. So if you guys are interested in picking up early autograph cards of most likely the number two pick, uh, you'll be able to get them sooner than later in Leaf Draft and Heroes and Prospects. Nolan Patrick already has autographs in this year's 
products from Leaf as well. So no. And I wrote this card. So that's kind of cool too. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, and and let me ask you, Russ, because um, it's great that you're an actual real NHL analyst that's able to give us these sorts of prospect previews, draft pick previews. Um, I feel like sometimes we have you on and we don't talk enough about the cards. Well, I know that you're an avid collector, that you love mm-hmm. cardboard. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm just curious if you want to just share a little bit about what do, you, what do you think about what Upper Deck is doing right now? And then also, what do you think about some of the unique stuff Leaf is doing right now? What do you really like that's out there? I like what Leaf is doing when they're at least going out and getting guys. They're identifying guys, getting autographs from them. I think Kishier is a, is a great choice. I, you know, Nolan Patrick was a no-brainer. Like, I, I like that. Um, as an example, I happen to have um, this Opeachy Austin Matthews. It's not worth a lot, but I like the I, I like the design of it. I like the old school look of it. I, I think they um, they did a nice job. It's yes, it's, it's got the metal look for now, but it still has that sort of old school feel mm. where there's just nothing on the front. I kind of like the unencumbered front side of it, where you know it's not too much advertising, and so that that sort of makes me harken back to the old days so you know those are those are some things that like i'm just going through a few a few other cards i have here uh let's see like actually this is a pretty sharp one too from opeachy a, a ryan pollock auto and mm. he could be a star for the islanders nice and and that's another one i just i like i like the kid he shoots you know about 105 miles an hour so i think that's another one where I just like the design of it. I, you know, this one actually did he, yeah, he actually did sign on card on that one too. So that's another reason where I put it aside. So I, I like, I like what's going on. I, I think that Leaf is doing a great job because of the prospect angle of it. And so even if I didn't write the card backs, I'd be interested because I'm always interested in the prospect cards. I think they're great, and I do think that people, it's very, it's it's a great way to get cards of these guys before they get into their NHL uniform. I mean, at the end of the day, I still have Crosby Priest, you know, pre-Pittsburgh stuff. Uh, you know, I have I have plenty of other guys that are, you know, as an example, like, you know, here's Anthony Stellars, who's, you know, now up with, uh, he was up with the Flyers this year, Lehigh Valley. Uh, you know, so there's there's guys that, that I track. And I think that, you know, Connor McDavid, I have his, um, like his Canadian cards the uh, ah. Team Canada stuff. I like that stuff. Awesome. I think it doesn't always have to be NHL. And so I, I'm good with that. And I'm glad that they've sort of carried that over from what Brian Price always did. And and they've done a good job with it. And they're keeping that going. And hopefully people read the card backs because I work hard on them. Hey, I was going to say, you let uh, if anybody out there doesn't like the card backs uh, from Leafs hockey cards, you now know who to harass. That's at Sportsology on Twitter. Uh, but no, Russ, Russ does a great job, and uh, be sure to check out uh, his website, Sportsology.net. Um, he and I will be delivering draft coverage uh, in June live from Chicago for that website, as well as some collectibles information on GoGTS.net. Um, Russ, thank you as always, my friend. Always a good time, and uh, can't wait to see you in a couple months. Same here. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Ivan. Thanks, Russ. Good catching up. Have a good one. You too. The one, the only, Russ Cohen. Uh, You can catch his show off the post uh, every Thursday night, I believe. 
as well on uh, Blog Talk Radio. Uh, catch his Saturday morning program on the NHL Network Sirius XM, uh, Hockey Prospect Radio, and uh, do a search for him on Amazon. If you like sports books, he's got a bunch out there. Uh, he's a wealth of knowledge and a good guy to boot. So we always appreciate having him on, and I'm a, a big fan of what he does for our website. Yeah, again, I you know I love it. Um, I had to bring back in the cards part because it's just so cool that it's like he's a real in-depth NHL analyst, NHL radio. Um, so he sees these prospects, and I don't know about you, I have a hard enough time just keeping track of baseball prospects, which are you know thrown in my face via the media and the sites I follow all day long. It's really great to have Russ aggregate some guys. Uh, for us and we've even seen some of the guys that he talked to a year two years ago that are now becoming stars in the league absolutely absolutely so the rest of the show uh hot the shop coming up in just a second here and then box breaks and bonus giveaways i uh i'm excited because uh i went crazy making sure i brought back (laughs) plenty of stuff i had to ship a box uh, wow! At the UPS store in the hotel, there was no way it uh, was fitting. Is there any way? Uh, I know we got to jump into hot in the shop. Is there any way to just get screenshots like preview? Can we just tease those real quick? Because no. I'm so anticipatory of them. Uh, no, they're they were teased on Twitter this week. You got me giddy like a brony over here. Yeah, you got me giddy like a brony. <laughs> like a brony. That's funny, and you'll understand why in a couple of minutes here. Well, this is the time in the program where we take a look at next week's new releases in a segment we like to call Hot in the Shop. Sizzling. All right. Got a handful of new product releases next week. First up is 2017 Bowman Baseball, the long-awaited debut of a absolute collector favorite. Bowman celebrating its 70th year, and it is available in both hobby and jumbo configurations. Uh, hobby delivers an autographed card in every box. Jumbo delivers three autographed cards. Uh, 2017 celebrates 70 historic years since its inaugural release, so as you might expect, find specially inserted throwback card designs, vintage buybacks, and famous reproductions. Uh, also, while collecting chrome cards and autographs mm. of the game's future stars. Uh, be on the lookout for chrome prospect autographs. We've been retweeting from the Bowman Baseball account, who's been sharing over the last couple of weeks signers in that product. And uh, the checklist is up now, uh, so you'll be able to... Get your hands on who all is in that product. Look for Chrome rookie autographs. Both feature on-card autographs with multiple tiers of hobby-only parallels. Look for all-American autographs from today's top prospects in past high school all-American showcase games. New this year, Bowman Ascent autographs. Elite young MLB veterans, numbered to be determined. It's a hobby-only Look for throwbacks like 1948 and 1992 Bowman autograph variations, as well as Rookie of the Year favorites, Talent Pipeline, and the familiar Bowman Scouts and Top 100 
also look for Bowman buyback autographs, which should be an absolute hmm. huge uh, hit and a big chase uh, for case breakers and participants. And uh, last but not least regarding Bowman, uh, there are is a hobby-only parallel again. Look for the orange parallels. And superfractors are not hobby-only, so you will be able to find those in, if you're lucky in retail as well. We have the complete sell sheet for both hobby jumbo and checklist live for you on gogts.net. And that is Bowman Baseball for 2017 releasing next Wednesday. Um, also, Rob, I did have just a, a quick question and or note. I love that they're doing the 1992 Bowman. You can get a Superfractor parallel version with an autograph of yeah. Chipper Jones. We actually had a couple of comments just on that card coming through. Cool. Um, I, I, I do have a question on this because remember last year it was highly touted, or at least it was touted, that the prospect autograph list was actually shortened, condensed. There was less span of prospects that uh, they were going to do autographs from. So they were saying that it was a less bloated product. They can cut both ways. You can also miss out on some deeper prospects that may become shocking uh, MLB stars. Do you know how the autograph configuration um, this year compares to previous years? Uh, I don't. They have not made public how it compares to recent years, but in looking at the autograph checklist uh the chrome prospect autographs in particular uh i'd say it's it's very similar to last year i think this is a a thing that we are going to see uh chrome rookie chrome prospect autographs 726 to yeah there's there's about 50 so okay um and there's some good so not crazy not those 70 to 80 numbers that we've seen in the past correct and there's there's some great names on there uh, including um, guys like uh, Glaber Torres, who you're well familiar with, Eloy Jimenez, yes, who sir. you're also well familiar with. Uh, th- oh, I think that would be his first Bowman. Yeah, Mickey Moniak is also on there. So um, quality versus quantity, I think, is yeah. the, the theme again this year. Well, we have a wonderful comment on the Facebook live chat from Michael Fruitman, who owns Mike's Stadium Sports Cards in Colorado. Uh, he just commented, once again, I didn't bring in enough Bowman. Stuff is on fire before it lands, and my 10 cases won't last long, I'm guessing. So <laughs> that directly from the hobby shop's mouth. Um, that said, there's still more that's hot in the shop, so more and more reasons. If you're going in for some Bowman, you can look at some other things in the shop this week, like 2017 Leaf. Pop Century signed 8x10 photographs. So this is not Leaf cards. These are signed 8x10s, uh, larger format. And Pop Century, as you hopefully know, and if not, I'll tell you right now, um, is designed around uh, some of the widest selection of names in all entertainment fields, including sports, television, movies, music, politics, and more. Again, what's been popular in the past century. So there's um, 12 boxes in a case. Uh, each pack has one signed photo. Um, each pack is one box. Um, these autographed eight by tens checklist. Uh, well, first off, I should mention all photographs are authenticated by PSA, JSA, or Beckett. So again, these are all authenticated. You don't even have to take Leaf's word for it. They're authenticated by the big three, and they include such crazy names as Robert De Niro, 
That's awesome. Al Pacino, Jennifer Lawrence, Jennifer Aniston, Rachel, <laughs> Brad Pitt, um, Johnny Depp, Carrie Fisher, Clint Eastwood, Julia Roberts, the makeup lady. It's like it's like I'm reading a Friends cast list right now. Um, Daisy Ridley, William Shatner, Leonard Nimoy, Michael Jackson. So again, Leonard Nimoy, Michael Jackson, <laughs> some deceased stars in here. Uh, Muhammad Ali. Oh, gosh. You, you saved the better ones for last. I didn't know it could get any better. Joe DiMaggio, Mickey Mantle, Michael Jordan, Harrison Ford, Johnny Cash, uh, Taylor Swift, <laughs> who can't wait for that one, and many more. That's, I mean, I, just, I had to cut it off for said Matt Damon, President Jimmy Carter, uh, President Bill Clinton, Walter Payne. It just goes on and on and on and on. So very fun product. Uh, again, with, with these unique ones like this too, collectors that are watching, people that follow us on Twitter, if you open some or if you watch other people open some, shoot us a tweet. Show us what's in it. We love seeing these unique products. Uh, I think some of the most fun that we had last year at the National Sports Collectors Convention was opening a case of the Pop Century trading cards uh, on stage with Brian Gray just such a dynamic collection of what they put together in these products. So let us know what you pull or what you see. Absolutely. Uh, nice job. Uh, speaking of Brian Gray, uh, I had a very nice heart to heart with him while I was at the industry summit. And I said, I said, you know, we get a good look at Panini products, top products, cryptozoic products, upper deck products on the live show. What do Ooh, I got to do? Like where this is going. What do I got to do to get some leaf product in hand to show uh, collectors, um, you know, after pre-orders but before release? And he's like, "Yeah, we suck at that." <laughs> I'm like, "Well, I'm like, I know. I mean, you know, I don't take it personally because I said I'd take it personally if I knew, you know, Beckett was getting boxes and Cardboard Connection was getting boxes. But I said it's it's just something to consider, especially with products, you know, like this next one, Metal Hockey. I, I said, "Ooh, we love this. That. This is a product that I want people to see." Uh, reason being is that it's going to deliver seven autographed or vintage memorabilia cards in every box. It's limited to a 200 total case run with just 12 boxes in every case. So it's another wow. master piece of leaf. They're absolutely brilliant at that 200 case number. And it also contributes to why they can't be sending out half a dozen boxes for a review. But he said they're going to try to get better at that. Uh, after the order deadline... It they, just means they need to saturate the product with more they, Alfonso Ribeiro. <laughs> there you go. After the order deadline, they made a interesting announcement about this product. They said every case is going to contain the following. One hot box, which is going to feature all colored parallel autographs, two Ooh. to three Jack Eichel metal autographs, two to three Nolan Patrick metal autographs, and two to three Joe Valino metal autographs. Uh, Joe Valino will most likely be a top 10 pick in the 2018 NHL draft. Uh, yeah, we didn't even talk about him today because they're already a year, they're, well, now they're two years ahead on him, huh? <laughs> exactly. So, uh, in addition to the always popular base autographs with one of the most comprehensive hockey prospect signature sets in the market, look for Vision Quest top prospects with their eyes on future stardom, like Clint Costin and Michael Rasmussen. Lords of Hockey, which is uh, an immortal icon-driven set like Martin Brodeur, Bobby Hall, Dickie Moore, and more. 
Uh, they're getting in on the Toronto Centennial celebration with signature and memorabilia cards from Maple Leaf greats like King Clancy, Tim Horton, Daryl Sittler, just to name a few. Uh, National Pride returns, uh, a absolutely one of my favorite insert sets uh, showing hockey's pers- most prestigious players representing their homelands, including players like Jack Eichel, Jeremy Roenick, and Grant Fuhrer. Uh, obviously, future franchise cornerstones and draft class autographed, as well as former CHL award winners, uh, greatest players in junior hockey history, including players like Mario Lemieux, Eric Lindros, and Joe Sackick. Uh, the checklist will be alive in the next couple of days. This product releases next week as well. 2017 Leaf Metal Hockey. Um, also, uh, just wanted to interject quickly before we mention the next product, uh, Stevens Collectibles. Also, another LCS in the chat room on Facebook Live uh, echoed Fruitman's Bowman comment. Uh, so that's pretty awesome to hear that uh, across the board, LCS are already experiencing that sort of demand. And I say that because, again, if you're watching and you've got questions, realize that some of the people in the chat room are hobby experts themselves. So they can help you understand a bit of what goes on behind the scenes yes yeah, uh, and in the ordering at, process Stephen crawl at Stephen's collectibles echoed that same sentiment so good point yeah. there um so uh moving on we have a really exciting brand and i don't say that lightly i don't say that uh always about soccer cards um because you know my personal opinion on the way things have gone since a giant world cup year well we have another world cup year coming up next year and we can preview that with this set that I actually am excited for, 2016-17 Panini Aficionado Soccer Cards. And, Rob, just a quick comparison. Remember, we opened a box of, uh, it was Aficionado Basketball, right? Yep, you were hot on um, that. that. we opened. You like it was 90 so old cool. Yeah, well, 90s old schoolness with a nice quality, a nice balance. We'll get into the metrics on the each box and what it delivers. Um you know, sometimes Panini has some some names that don't quite make sense, and this one really does have that uh, almost like an Italian quality to it, uh, based in cinema. Aficionado soccer cards, releasing this week, so it's going to deliver uh, in the ten packs per box, eight cards, one autographed card, one memorabilia card, five inserts, and ten parallels in every box, in addition to the base cards. Um, so this is brand new in the soccer hobby. First time that this brand has been there. Um, and this collection includes soccer's best and brightest stars shown in action with their club team and or their national team. So very, very cool product. And I mean, you're just, I'm sure that if you like card design, I feel like this is one where Panini really stepped it up without going too far, without going crazy, without like you needed to put on sunglasses. It's got fun color, lots of cool stuff. Um, there's favorite current and retired football players, uh, autograph cards and endorsements, international link and first impressions, including uh, Ronaldo, Neymar Jr., uh, Deli Ali, Renato Sanchez, Pele, Diego Maradona, and many more. Um, there's also memorabilia cards, um, authentics, dual authentics, uh, stars such as Messi, Lewandowski, uh, Karim Benzema, Alvaro Morata. Um, and then among the inserts, Power Surge uh, highlights footballers who play with intensity and power. 
There's also Artist Proof Parallel Editions, numbered to 99, 49, and 1, the gold version. And then Chase Unique hard-to-pull cards, such as the Forza inserts, which showcase goal celebration photography and fall one per case on average. So even though they look like just a, a special insert, nothing super crazy, like a, like a um, one of one, they do fall one per case. So those are a fun little chase. And then, of course, the base set features a unique design that includes both a close-up photo and an action shot Love of that. each player. Love that. You know what else is cool about this product is that every autograph card is numbered to 149 or less. So some Ooh. serious, serious uh, attention to detail on the number quantity. I will take that with a shaker of pepper. Tequila. Yeah. <laughs> a quick shout out to ESPN producer Kelsey Schroyer in the chat room. Oh uh, our friend Kelsey, uh, you may know him from such hits as Hobby Musings on GoGTS.net. His most recent article is a rewind segment taking a look at one of my all-time favorite Panini baseball products in Golden Age from 2013. Uh, check it out this week, posted it just this morning. Hi, Kelsey. Uh, now, the product you have all been waiting for. Can I get a drum roll, please? Oh, I have the sound machine. My Little Pony Trading Cards Fun Pack Series 4. For Ooh. all you bronies out there, Enterplay brings Series 4 delivering six trading cards, one sticker card, and one fun tat tattoo card in every pack. 12, what? 12 foil cards, one die-cut card, and a die-cut box topper in every hobby box. Also, for the first time, look for fan-drawn art cards from the MLP, that's My Little Pony, Create a Card Contest. Wicked cool. What? New characters, new episodes, new songs, and of course, plenty of Easter egg surprises to keep core fans <laughs> guessing. Uh, new content features in addition to the ones we already mentioned. 101 parallel subset. What? Yep, that's right. Every single card has a single 101. Exceptionally rare. Collect them if you dare. My Little Pony Series 4 trading card fun packs from Enterplay. Oh my gosh, those are so absolutely awesome. Um, I think that my computer is going to crash just from the awesomeness. And if you're a brony and you're out there, be prepared. Those tattoos, man, they go great. They go great with your brony outfit. That's let me right. Tell you. Nothing says brony like a tattoo. And I love the fact that uh, we had um, in the chat room again, too. All you got to do is talk to us to get a shout out. It's that easy. Uh, Donnie Springfield, who said, a thing that I love on two levels. My daughter just rolled her eyes at the MLP cards, <laughs> which tells me that his daughter has an amazing attitude. And it's awesome. His daughter's watching the show. I don't think she knew that My Little Pony was coming up. I think that she was just watching the show. So shout out to Donnie Springfield's daughter. Um, ooh, and Steven's Collectibles just laid the hammer down. I don't even know if I can say that on the air. <laughs> this is so good, i got to say. I'd bring in My Little Pony before high-end soccer. Ooh, um, ouch. That said, uh, well, we've got you taken care of at least, Steven. You can go grab some water before the box breaks because we do have one more product. It's neither high-end nor uh, My Little Pony. It is 
Uh, a great set, though, for a soccer collector here in the States. 2017 Topps MLS Soccer Cards Team Sets. So if you're an MLS fan and you want to get your team set, uh, those are coming out this week. The checklist is available at GoGTS.net, and it will tell you how many cards your team has in it because certain teams have as few as five cards. Others have as many as 12 cards. So go check out the checklist and then uh, stop into your LCS unless it's Stevens Collectibles. Uh, oop, that came out wrong. We love you, Steven. I hope that you're getting water right now and not watching for a minute. Um, stop into your LCS and uh, pick up your local MLS soccer team set from Tops. Am I fired? Nope. And that is a okay. look at what will be hot in the shop next week. Visit your local hobby shop for all those products and more. Beautiful. Love it. <laughs> I feel like in the in the interest of being fair, um, Joe Volpe just mentioned that his dog is watching too, so he deserves a shout-out also. Well, hello. Shout-out. How many shout-outs do I need in order to get some free nuggets, Rob? <laughs> like a bad math problem yeah um well very cool well so yeah so that's what's hot in the shop uh lots of cool stuff uh something for everyone that's the other thing too and i, I don't mean to pick on steven uh he made a great point though in his shop so high-end soccer may not sell and my little pony may sell so that's the beauty of collecting is there's something for everyone um rob i know we're going to get into the box breaks do i have two minutes to just tell you about something special that i'm doing i, yes. I think it's special go ahead okay so you may have noticed on the wall behind me this amazing piece of art. I think it's amazing. Um, this is from an artist named Eric Bendixson. Uh, his art site is called Buka Metal Art, B-U-K-K-E-M-E-T-A-L, art. Um, so you can find them on Twitter. He made this by hand to celebrate the Patriots and their five Super Bowl championships uh, and sent it to me to give away, uh, to actually to do as a charity auction, to raise money for a veteran organization. And so we ended up landing on uh, Military Missions in Action, which seemed fitting since we were doing a couple of different charity auctions. Um, we're not just giving away that, we're also doing a charity auction on a, um, a George W. Bush autographed book, uh, Portraits of Courage that was given, uh, donated by Eric at Beckett Radio. We've got a couple of different card lots. Um, Sigs for Soldiers, our friends, donated some uh, game-used batting gloves from Mitch Hanniger, an outfielder who just signed a big contract with the Mariners. So I put together a couple of lots. If you go to my Twitter page, at Watch the Breaks, and see the pinned tweet, um, I'm also giving away, or sorry, not giving away, I'm auctioning away from my own collection a Chris Bryant Panini Prism 2014, autograph number to 75. Um, that's my contribution to the cause. All the sale proceeds will go to support Military Missions in Action, which is a well-vetted charitable organization that supports veterans. Um, and specifically what they do is, in particular, one of the major things they do is they build uh, wheelchair access for returning veterans who have lost their lower, lower extremities. So you want to talk about a, a worthwhile charity. Absolutely amazing. And they, they do a really good job of being transparent. Um, while also, um, so there, there's even more though too. So there's all of those things that are up for auction. You can see them all if you just click the link in the uh, pinned tweet on my page. If you read the link, you'll see Eric as further promotion for this charity auction, 
he made this custom piece. He's going to make a second custom piece for a random follower that retweets in support of the auction. Because we know this is actually already at almost $100 just in the 20 minutes it's been online. They've been skyrocketing. Um, people really want this piece. Uh, so he knows not everyone can afford that. So just by helping us spread the word, you have a chance to win your own custom team logo Buka metal art piece. So just want to throw that out there and say a huge thanks. Make sure that you're following Eric. Make sure that you're following SIGs for Soldiers. Um, and make sure that you're following uh, military missions in action um, in order to enter to win. It's all in the tweet. Um, just wanted to say a huge shout-out to him, though, for that. Uh, I think our producer, Joe, the reason that we're stalling slightly is because our producer, Joe, is bidding up right now because he's a huge Patriots fan, uh, and he wants that piece of art. Very cool. Um, so all right. Until next week, always be collecting. I'm Rob Bertrand. That's Ivan Lovegren. We're out of here. Good night.